Now, one of my missions as well is I would love to get SOLIDWORKS into these communities, you know, schools in Cusco and perhaps in other parts of, of Latin America. Hi there. Welcome back to the SOLIDWORKS Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SOLIDWORKS. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Born to Design podcast, one man, one mission to expand the South American SOLIDWORKS community. Today, I'm talking with Jose Saldana, an engineering manager by day, but in his free time, he serves as a Swagin SOLIDWORKS user group network group leader here in the U.S. on the West Coast, as well as Central and South America. Jose has a passion for expanding design and innovation to South America and helping out organizations there. Jose shares stories of his great outreach work he is doing, which I believe you will enjoy hearing as well. So let's jump right into that interview. I started off as the Fresno SolidWorks Users Group leader. So just a leader. I've done that for 10 plus years. And then um, uh, got on the, uh, on the committee. So Western US uh, regional rep and now the regional rep for Latin America. Uh, just because throughout the years I've been helping grow the network in, in Mexico and in Colombia. Um, we just recently had a, a new leader in Peru. Um, and it's growing. It's growing a lot. It's growing a lot in, in Latin America, but also in other countries, Africa and India. And so this is, it's amazing. It's like we're, we're a global network now. So. And there's a ton of things happening in, you know, Latin America that, you know, in Mexico, we, there's a lot of automotive industries, you know, BMW has their, you know, manufacturing and other big companies in Mexico. Um, one thing that I learned when I was in Peru, because we, we had a, uh, the first uh, in-person SOLIDWORKS meeting in Lima, Peru, which is the capital, and we had it at the University of Engineering there in Lima. And um, one of the segments was the university uh, students uh, went on stage and talked about what they were working on in their projects. And one of the projects that, um, which I didn't know, I was, wow, um, they, they got awarded the project to design the wheels on the Mars rover wow. in, in Peru. So, you know, I was, I did not know that. And it was really impressing. Uh, I was really impressed, you know, with what the stuff that they're doing down there. Another company is designing these huge, like, ships, cargo ships, and, and they're wow. all modeled in 3D. Wow. I mean, you know, SolidWorks. And I was just blown away by that's a big assembly, you know. Right, here. right. So they're doing a lot of cool things in, in Latin America. And I just, you know, I want, I want more, um, users in in those areas more uh you know users groups and uh be able to also show the world all the great stuff that they're doing that's great that's great so so how does that work uh do you promote user group meetings or do they decide decide to do it and you help them out how does how, give me an example of how that works when when somebody you know well yeah i'm always promoting the network you know we're we're very as you know passionate we are solidworks geeks at heart <laughs> And uh, every time I'm at World um, or even outside on the street at a restaurant and I see people at badges and they're speaking Spanish, I'm like, where are you from? You know, and then, oh, I'm from Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, uh, have you heard of the SolidWorks Users Group Network? You know, or do you have a group nearby you? Um, if you don't, would you like to start one? You know, I'm always like 
promoting. So it comes from you. You're promoting. Yes. I'm good. promoting it. Yeah, I've been That's doing great. it for for a long time, and of course now that. Um, a lot of things are, you know, with COVID, a lot of things went virtual. Right. And so the word got out um, as far as the Champions program, the SolidWorks Network. Um, and there's now more and more people that want to start a group or be a leader, or be a champion, which is awesome. So so I, I do promote it. But then I, we're also getting a lot of like just requests that are coming in from people that are seeing it on Facebook or on Meetup or other social media platforms. Um, and so they, they'll, I guess they go to our Swagin website and we do have a form that they have to fill out where they're requesting, Hey, I want to become a leader and I'm in, you know, Colombia or Peru. And this is my role. I work for this company, a little bit of like their just work experience and whatnot. And then at that point it gets, Dan then sends that information to the regional rep in that area. Right. So if it's like from, Mexico, then I get an email saying, hey, we've got this person that's interested, then I'll reach out with them, I'll set up a meeting on like a Zoom meeting or Teams, and then we have a one-on-one, almost like a little interview. Um, Because, you know, I I, I just want to make sure that people that are coming on board, you know, make sure that they're doing it for the right reasons, you know, that they follow our mission. Um, Because there's some people that perhaps are doing it for other you know, interested in, in starting a business, making money. And so the network is, is all about helping each other out, you know, free training and having a good time. And so I, I don't want to disturb that. And so right. I want to protect the, the network. It's and about community, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So I usually, one of my first questions when I interview people is like, hey, are you with a reseller? Do you work for a reseller? Okay, no, because that's a conflict of interest. A rese- uh, uh, someone that works for a reseller cannot run a, a group and the other thing is like what well, do you run a side business like are you training people in SolidWorks and then charging for it you know and if they're like yeah you know I, I'm trying to get this business going then I'm like all right well then it doesn't fit with our mission and so I don't think you know you're a good fit you know I'm thank you for your interest but no right Right. But then when I get people that are your typical leader that, oh, I just want to help out my community and I want to meet other people and I want to help and do this and teach little kids in, in, in you know, SolidWorks. And then I'm like, all right, then, yeah, this is perfect. You know, you're a typical, you know, you fit the shoes <laughs> for a typical good leader, someone who's excited, passionate about SolidWorks. And I'm like, um, good, you're good. And so I just basically tell the person, OK, this is the these are the next steps that you need to take. To become a leader, I tell Dan, and uh, this guy's good. He passed the the test or whatever the interview, and then um, he goes through the onboarding process, and then it becomes a, a like a official SolidWorks users group. Great, great. No, so how many of you helped or started? <sighs> I've lost count oh. at this point. <laughs> that's, Sometimes that's I awesome. I that's even have great. a hard time keeping up with the like requests that are coming in. You know, because I've got that other thing called work, work you know, yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's, I have to schedule these interviews sometimes uh, throughout the day or, or late in the evening because the other thing is the time zones, the differences. Right. So like, you know, Colombia, Peru, they're, I don't know, four or five hours ahead, uh, Chile, something like that in Brazil. Um, I know that when um, I've done a few in Spain from Spain. And so that's even, I don't know, eight, 10 hour difference. So right. it's always hard to kind of find a happy, you know, a good hour for, for both of us. And, um, so yeah, I've done, I've done a lot, a lot of interviewing and a lot of onboarding. Um, there are some people that 
you know, I interview and they seem excited and I tell them these are the next steps. And then for whatever reason, they just don't go through with it. But, you know, that's okay because we want people to be, you know, well, it's in, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so and, and I tell that I tell I'm, I'm straight. Um, I'm honest with people. I, I say, look, you are volunteering and, and it is a lot of work. It's it, it's it's got a lot of benefits, though. Um, and I explained that to them as far as growth and getting to know people. I mean, it's helped me in my, I, I feel like it's been, it's been something very good for me in my professional career and being able to, to grow and move to different companies and do different things. So it's been great. And I, I try to explain that to people, like there's a bigger benefit here, um, as far as being part of the network. And so some people go through the onboarding process and become a group and some say you know what jose it sounds great but i'm just too busy right now so maybe maybe later and that's okay too so yeah well that that's you you uh uh you kind of you somewhat answered my next question because which is really why i mean you're obviously very passionate about this group and this community but you're not getting paid for this we're not paying anything for this <laughs> but you're obviously very passionate about growing these groups and, and what where, where does that come from what was what what where does that passion come from? What, I mean, what's, I've, what's I've, your goal? I've always loved. I always love helping other people. You right. know, it's just it's just I I feel good. You know, when when I help, um, and I've volunteered for other things. You know, outside of SolidWorks um, throughout the years. But this, you know, when I learned Sol, I I when I first started, I was still drafting on the board. You know, a hand drafting, which was fun. And then I, AutoCAD, I started using AutoCAD. Right. And then I remember when I first saw SolidWorks, I was just blown away. I thought it was amazing 3D, right? And so I, it, it was like, I fell in love with the software and I thought this is way better, right? And so then I met other people that were like me and, you know, being part of the, network and 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 then i heard i i want to say it was back in 2009 i can't remember when i went to my first solidworks world and that's when i first heard of the network of the leaders um and i walked in i remember walking into the conference center first time first day not knowing anyone and i can remember specifically a few individuals that came up to me and they're like hi what's your name where you're from and at the time i didn't really know that they were leaders. They were SolidWorks leaders, right? Right. And to, until I think it was general session when they talk about community and then they talked about the leaders and, and all that. And then I realized that they, they were the ones with the green ribbons. And I was like, oh, okay, so they're part of the, the network. And like, oh, and you can have meetings in your area for other leaders. And that's when I was like, wow, I didn't, yeah. And I, I start asking questions and back then, you know, Richard Doyle was running the, the, the group or the network. And so I got in touch with him and he's like, uh, I, we didn't have one in, Fre in Fresno. And I said, Hey, can I start one and, or get, get, actually there's one gentleman that had, a um, started one and I think he only had one or two meetings. Um, but then he, he had other things and, you know, life and he, he kind of left it. Um, and it went inactive for a while, and so I then picked up on it. I, I said, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna run the group in Fresno." Richard Doyle gave me all the tools to get it started, and then I became part of this amazing community. And I found other people that were just like me. You know, they're right. just passionate. They like helping other people, and so I've been hosting meetings in Fresno, like I said, ten plus years. At one point, I was having meetings every other month. 
So that's like what six months a year, uh, six meetings per year. And then when when I realized that I could do more and help out in in the as far as uh, being on the committee and now in Latin America, when Dan said, "Hey, can can you help us? Can you be the re- rep for that area?" I was just like, "Yes, of course, love to." You know, I know it's more work, and yeah. <laughs> but uh, I lo- I love staying busy. That's that's the other thing. I I, I like. Staying busy uh, with with work. Uh, uh, I mean, at work, my regular, you know, day-to-day job, I also have uh, a lot on my plate. And right. I've, I've actually have two titles on my business card for work. So, <laughs> And I got, I could say I got maybe two or three bosses that I kind of report to. And so... It, <laughs> and you have two kids. And yeah, I got so. the two kids, my wife, the house, the dogs, the dog, one dog. But it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know, time flies when you're having fun, they say. Oh, right? that's good. So I tell people like, hey, come to these meetings, um, become a leader. It, it opens doors, you know, then you, now you've you've got a, a, a better opportunity, you know, to to get the one job from the one person that's not in the network. Right. right? right. Because you're more involved and, you know, people. So it's, it, it, this is this is great. It's been it's been a really good thing for me. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You did well. It's It's great that you're an ambassador and. Uh, so passionate about this, so it's obviously something, um, and and clearly you like being busy. So so I do want to talk about your work now. You know, just quickly, you yeah. Know, tell them what you do now at, at, for work for your real job. Yeah, yeah. The one that pays you. Okay. First, so the the company's called Sinclair Systems International. Right. And it's a unique uh, market. It's a unique company because I've done stuff for automotive and um, computers uh i've done aerospace national defense and stuff and you know using solidworks of course and then um this company is in agriculture space uh food 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 space and it's uh you know when you buy an apple or a i don't know orange or a lemon it has that little label you got to peel off right so we we design and print labels but we also design and build the machines that apply the label to the fruit in the pack houses. So at high volumes, high speeds. I was going to say, so if you ever wonder where this comes from, you can uh, thank Jose for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I often get, whenever I tell people what I do for work, they, I often get asked, like, can you eat the label? Or um, <laughs> what happens if I, if I eat the label? And I'm like, well, you won't die. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't recommend that you eat it, but... You won't die. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. Um, That's funny. So I, I like I said, I, I started off as an applications engineer and in the engineering department, um, and and using SolidWorks and designing new stuff for innovating the machines and whatnot. But then, you know, um, because I am bilingual and we are a worldwide company, we're global and we have people in uh, agents in, you know, Mexico, Central and South America. Um, I started helping other departments. They said, Jose, can you help us with our, our team in, in Chile? They need help with updating machines. So I started getting more involved with service um, because I was able to quickly work on my projects in engineering, and then I had some extra time, and I'd go help in, in service for you know things that needed in Mexico and South America. And I've always loved you know speaking to – I speak Spanish, but obviously in Mexico they speak it one way and then in Chile it's different and Peru is different, Colombia is different, but I've always been fascinated with all the different, you know, cultures in Latin America, you know, and the words that they, and how they use the Spanish. Right. So in a way, um, this, this whole thing, um, working for Sinclair 
and and with the network because it's kind of similar. I'm, like, you know, I'm working with with South, with uh, Latin America for work as well. It's helping. Um, it's helped me a lot with my Spanish. Like uh, my Spanish is a little more universal now. Like I could communicate pretty well with people from Colombia, Peru, and Chile, and Mexico. Um, so I think that's helped me a lot. Um, but um, there was an opening for a service engineer. And so at this point, um, I was already doing a lot of it. I was already helping a lot in service. And I actually found it very um, interesting. And it's like, it seems like every day is a, it's something different. Uh, I love SolidWorks, but you know, SolidWorks, you, you're more in, in the office in front of a right. computer drawn, doing drawings and in service, I'm now doing more um, troubleshooting, teaching other other technicians, you know, going out in the field and updating machines and actually, you know, taking your wrenches out and, and screwdrivers and hands on. And so, hands on, yeah. yeah, so then I was like, yeah, this sounds great. So when the opportunity opened, I applied and they gave it to me and been doing that now for about three years. Um, and now that we have our own team in Mexico, we got seven guys in, in, Met in Michoacán, Mexico. Um, they said, hey, Jose, can you help us with our team down there? So uh, we're going to make you a Mexico market coordinator. And, and But basically, it's like I'm, I'm sort of managing the team down there right. without the manager's title. Right. <laughs> but um, it's pretty much a, almost a manager, manager role. And it's to make sure that, you know, they're, they're doing their job down there, make sure that they got all the tools tools and resources to do their jobs, which, again, that's kind of what I do for, for the network, right? I kind of just make sure that people in those regions are, are, are having network, meetings yeah. and have all the resources and tools to do, to do you know, to run their, their users group uh, um, network in, in Latin America. So Effectively, yeah, yeah. That's there's great. a lot of similarities, and I love it. Right, so, that's great. Yeah. That's excellent. That's excellent. The evening that I met you, yeah, you know, we were talking about your your work in Peru and how how that came out of that. I'd love to know that story and working with these kids down there. Oh man, Solar that Arts, yeah. that was amazing. Um, it, yeah, it was very inspiring, emotional. I was I'm I'm honored to I was honored to be able to help with this project. I was excited to have a group in in Peru, a leader in Peru, and so um, I thought, well, why not? look into doing something in Peru. And then maybe at the same time, we can have our first in-person meeting in Peru and make it a big thing and I can go down there and support Juan. And so I did ask Juan, hey, you know, like, do you know of any foundations or, uh, pr you know, projects in Peru that we can help with, with Slugney? And um, Juan said, hey, well, I think that if you're gonna do something in Peru, it should be in Cusco. Cusco is like the heart of Peru, right? That's where all the, the history, and I was like, okay, sounds good. So I told him, hey, why don't you look, do a little bit of research, see what you can find, um, and I'll do my own research, and then we'll reconnect in a week or two. And sure enough, he came back, he had a few, you know, uh, organizations that are doing great things in Peru um, but I found um, just Google search I found one called Peruvian Hearts um, and when I read their mission I I was really um, drawn to it because you know they're empowering women uh, to to go to school get uh, educated you know a university degree 
And, you know, I know that SolidWorks um, is all about empowering women, too, and, and helping them grow in STEM and engineering. So I thought, oh, this, this, this uh, fits, you know, with, with our mission. Um, and so on the page, on their website, they had a picture of one of the girls uh, that had just graduated. She's got her graduation outfit with the certificate. And in the background, they've got a big gear. And it's a, a you know, in a school or university of engineering. And I was like, oh, well, th there you go. This, this, this fits. So I reached out to, I did propose this to the committee, to the Slugme committee, just because it was a little different. Initially, it was the wheelchair in Columbia, right? But this is now a different thing. But Todd was like, that's, sounds great jose do it go for it you know we'll, we'll back you up and so i then called juan as well in peru and i said look um we're going to work with peruvian hearts and i'm going to go down there and work with the foundation in per in cusco and i'm like so um that weekend before i fly home i want you to put together a meeting in lima which is the capital because there's right. a lot of industry our resellers there i'm like you put this meeting together so it could be your first meeting and i'll be there to support you and sure enough he did an amazing job he did it at the um engineer the university of engineering in lima peru and we had about 250 people show up wow yeah wow. and so it was a big event um but with that being said, you know, I, I, I did go to Peru, right, to work with the foundation. I did that first. It's a long journey to get there. You know, I got to take flight from Fresno, Dallas, Dallas, you know, Lima. And then um, I got in pretty late, so I had to spend the night there. Then you catch another flight to Cusco. The director of the foundation, um, he's in here in Colorado. And the whole story about the foundation, um, uh, Peruvian Hearts and how it started, it's an amazing story. And I guess long story short is a girl from Cusco got adopted from, from by a family in Colorado. Um, and then later when she was, I don't know, 10, I can't remember, she went back to Peru because they said, hey, do you want to, you know, go to Peru and see where you're from, meet your, your family, you know, your, your mom? And, and uh, she said, yeah. So she went back and... Um, visited her family and then she they also took her to to visit and because she I guess she was in a orphanage type uh, housing you know where they have little girls that right. don't have a home and so they took her there so that she could see some of the girls that you know that she played with when she she was right. little now they're older like right. her and it wasn't and and I guess they played all day and when there is getting time to leave um, one of the girls said you know uh, her name's Anna she's uh, Anna don't forget about us and so she came back to Colorado, and as soon as she got back, she was like, how can we help these girls? And, she's, and that's how Peruvian Hearts got started at 10. At 10 I can't remember her age right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, that's awesome, She though. started that foundation. Wow. And I, I, she was even on CNN, um, and I think she even spoke at the U.N., um, wow. Yeah, so she's a, an amazing person as well. She's the, uh, currently, I think she's on working on finishing up her university in Colorado, and she's still very much involved with the foundation. But the her brother uh, is the one running the foundation. Her brother and her mom are the ones still running the foundation, 
and they live in Colorado. And, and, and that's when we were like just brainstorming and what else can we do? You know, since you're there, let's, let's do something else. And that's when I think Todd had the idea and said, hey, why don't you, since uh, Aldani is, sounds like such a great person and she loves helping her community, because um, one of the things that she wants to do when she graduates is to then come back into her, the, her community and now help, you know, smaller children, you know, you know, with with technology and get them on the internet and you know just get help Great. give that's back. Awesome. You know, right. which that's what we do at, uh, for the network. So uh, Todd said, "Why don't we have Aldini organize and put together a little workshop with small kids from Cusco, and you could perhaps show them." Um, SolidWorks, you know, and how it's used. Um, and I'm like, God, oh, that's an awesome idea. And, and and then I don't know how and who said maybe maybe if we had little like robots that they can put together. And and so I got on Amazon and I'm looking at what's available. And I I'm like, well, I just found this one kit. It's not too much, and it it says it also teaches sustainability because it uses a like a, a, a reused soda can and it's got a solar panel and the guys are like oh yeah that's awesome because Sujit I guess also had made a comment said hey we why don't we do something related to sustainability as well as a slug meat project right right and so I'm like well then this teaches we're doing a small workshop with kids uh, we're showing them SolidWorks and we're also talking about sustainability and they're like yeah Jose this is awesome so now I asked all they need, like, hey, um, I'm going to need you to put together this, like, go and talk to the schools and talk to the little kids and see if you can get a group of kids to come in. And we'll do um, a little SolidWorks workshop. I'll, sh I'll model the robot in SolidWorks so that they can see it and we could put it together in SolidWorks. And then we'll have them physically put together their own robots. And sure enough, Aldani did an amazing job. She uh, got like almost like 30 kids from different areas of Cusco. Some there's two boys that traveled an hour just to to be there. Wow! And wow. and these kids were amazing. They were so smart. They've never seen SolidWorks, right? But when I'm showing them SolidWorks, one kid's like, "Hey, can you 3D print this?" And I was like, "Wow, yeah, of course." I didn't know they knew about you know 3D printing. And he's like, "Or can can I do a rendering of this?" And I was like. Yes, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, these kids already knew so much, right? Right. They just don't, they don't have the resources. They've never right. seen SolidWorks. And so now one of my missions as well is I would love to get, you know, SolidWorks into these communities, you know, so I, I would love to have a good chat with uh, Marie, you know, to see how we can perhaps get, you know, uh, absolutely, you know, SolidWorks into, you know, schools in Cusco and perhaps in other parts of, of Latin America. It should be everywhere. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, the workshop was amazing. Probably my favorite part of the trip, working with the little kids and putting those robots together. Um, but again, Aldani did a great job of getting the people there. She sent the invites. She, um, ordered food while well, she she bought the stuff and put like she and the other girls made sandwiches and had a little bag with the juice and a sandwich and a fruit and a soda she did these little bags for each kid you know to have that's a great. little meal before before starting um so that's how that you know came together and and then it was like this is awesome awesome jose the, the committee was like we're 100 percent gonna back you up and support you and so I planned it all out and went over there, and that's exactly how it, w w you know, what happened. I went to Machu Picchu first, got the footage. I ended up then back in Cusco working with the foundation, interviewing, you know, um, Aldani and her parents, visiting her home, 
um, you know, getting to know some of the other girls that are studying to be like doctors and nurses and other, other, other careers. And then I had to fly back to Lima to catch my plane, my plane back to America. And that's when um, it was um, a Saturday. Uh, Juan had this amazing, amazing meeting in Peru. And so I was there for that. And then, you know, flew out the next day on Sunday. So it was a, a week of just packed with a lot of things, right? A lot of things. Yeah, yeah but, but great. But making a huge difference. I just think it's great that you're so passionate about this and, and what a great ambassador for, for SolidWorks and, the, and uh, you know, expanding this community as much as you can. Uh, you, you, um, very impressed. Um, oh, thank you. I'm, I'm honored. It's, 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 it's an honor. It's great stuff, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening today. If you are a SolidWorks user looking to get more involved in the SolidWorks community or looking to get to know other SolidWorks users in your area, like Jose, you should join the SOLIDWORKS User Group Network, or SWAGIN, which is run for users by users. Its mission is to empower people who use SOLIDWORKS and 3D Experience Works products to collaborate with, learn from, and teach others. Connect and meet up with one another anytime, anywhere, on any device for in-depth technical conversations and face-to-face -face networking. To learn more about events in your area, go to swugin.org. That's S-W-U-G-N.org. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at SolidWorks.com slash podcast or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep innovating. I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you enjoyed it, head on over to iTunes, search for the Born to Design podcast, and please leave us a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people, helping us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.